We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Falcon fans, we know you love football, and I'm sure you love college football. And each week, Anthony Goldman and I, as well as friends and guests, get together and talk college football on the College Football Debrief. That's right, John, and of course, you'll get game recaps, game breakdowns, inside analysis on coaching. But the most fun part about this, it's two guys talking college football that love college football and are passionate about the game. You can catch our podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, whatever your podcatcher is. And rumor has it, Anthony and I will have a tailgating segment. Fry up the steaks, Anthony. Can't wait, John. Got the smoker going. It's College Football Debrief. Everything you want to know about college football and more. On your phone, laptop, mobile device, any streaming service you desire, John, we are there. It's the College Football Debrief. Free poster, shipping, 20 bucks series. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's crazy, but I appreciate it, though. Hey, man, no no worries, man. I know you would appreciate it, so I'm glad you got it. So don't worry about it. We know you definitely appreciate it. Unlike any, unlike any listeners we have who didn't even ask for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I bet if I had an autograph, people would have been going crazy so they could resell it. I know, right? But that's crazy. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast with Rock, Hoop, Q, Aries, Falcon, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up? What's up? What's up? And welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I'm joined with my boy Q in the house. What's going on, Q? Happy New Year, brothers. Happy New Year, my friend. I haven't, I haven't talked to you guys in a while, so it's good to hear your voices. Well, if you would, you know, leave your vacation home in Florida, you know, you could talk to us. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But you know, hey, gotta you gotta take a vacation, man. You gotta you got to. Or you go insane. You know how it is. And look who's talking. Who was in Miami in the first place? So <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. All right, man, and uh, we're also joined with our homeboy that's all the way on the West Coast, and he's a little on the weather tonight, but uh, we have the one, the only, the notorious vid maker, Mr. Aries Falcon. Yay, yay! Man, I'm good, man. I'm trying to hang in there. Keep it alive, but this, this cold is really kicking my butt, so... Man, how do, you, how do you catch a cold in 80-degree weather? 
Uh, not 80 degree weather. You better stop it. I work <laughs> night. Get down to like maybe 42. 42, 45 degrees. No, okay, that's cold in my bed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially on a on a regular basis. So uh yeah, that's that's cold. I mean, it's colder here, but that's still cold. It's about to be warm here for the next week, man. This weather's crazy. Yeah. See, that's even more dangerous, man. You you can get flu with that kind of shit. Yeah. But uh Yeah. All right. Well get better, man. I mean but on the positive oh, side, the last time you were sick, it made for a pretty good episode, so <laughs> we can do it again. Yeah. But all right, fellas. Well, um, Hoop is not here today. He, he, you know, he's doing his thing. And uh, Al G is doing his thing. He says he's working to 10. Who works till 10 o'clock? I don't know. He's up to no good, I think. But. Somebody keeping it sexy working on a big girl right now. <laughs> exactly. He's working on something. But uh, so. He's working on or on or uh, uh, under something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Let me see. Doing LG. <laughs> both. Yeah, both. Doing LG, both. But there's one thing for sure. He's Whatever he's working on or under, I'm sure he has he's his right. socks on. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta take them socks off, man. <laughs> you know, brothers, we don't take our socks off. <laughs> Clip them toenails and take your socks off in 2020, brothers. Now while you're filming. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All right, fellas. Well, um, you know, last time I talked to you guys, we we missed the last two game of the season. You know, the season's over. The 2019 is over. Thank God it's over. Um, it's been a crazy one, man. We, we you know... It, it, and they were, it was just like just like just like we said they was. Yep, ex- exactly, man. It's just they turned it around, and but you know, man, it. Uh, it's, it's a fan. They base. didn't turn it around. They 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 beat some bad teams. <laughs> That's all they did. Jacksonville, Tampa. Come on now. All right, we'll get into hey. that. <laughs> hey man, this we hey Arthur believes in it, man. So. uh you know, got to be something there. We hope. All right, but yeah. So last time we we did a show, everybody. I think the last show we did was the, uh, if not mistaken, was it the site? It was. Was it San Francisco? Yeah, San Francisco game. Yeah. Yeah. So. And they shocked them. Yeah, they, sh- they shocked the world, man. They shocked the world. And since then... We- man, they didn't win that game. Julio was short. They didn't review that. They got robbed. San Francisco got robbed just like the Saints did over the weekend. Oh, the ball across the plane. Hey, are you are you, are you you defending the Saints lost to, 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 to the Vikings? What? No, sir. I think it's hilarious. Two years in a row, oh. no calls. One defensive, one offensive. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious, sir. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that was the best feeling in the world. Like you know when you pass, like I mean, in school, you you know what I'm saying you've been stressing about this test, and then you finally pass it. Right. That weight, your shoulders. That's what it felt like when the Saints lost. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree, man. It felt it felt great because um, 
Actually, I wanted it to go a little further to make it hurt a bit more, but I'm still happy with the outcome. So, it, bottom line, man, the Vikings own the Saints. Yep. They own them. You know, and they got, oh, I'm sure they still have excuses. <laughs> we didn't get a cow. Whatever it is, you know, we're going to the Super Bowl, but we didn't get our call. The refs were cheating. It's like, nope. Um, there's a, there's this video where this chick is talking about getting robbed, and and her first line was was every year since last year. That 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 doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> every year since last year, okay, I get it. <laughs> gotta be fake this shit gotta be fake son like on my mama i'm not even believing this happened son on my mama son on my fucking mama son swear to god son swear to fuck but i saw somewhere is it three years in a row they've been robbed yes. i didn't realize it but somebody said it was three years in a row they got robbed this year last year and what was no, the it was what, what happened the previous year Okay, the year before last was was the Minnesota Miracle. Right. Last year, what, what was the Rams? Okay, okay, gotcha. But the Miracle wasn't a rob. They, well, was was they, that? They, 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 they just blew it. Right. They choked. Right. They didn't, like... They didn't. Well, they thought they heard the the whistle or something, and then that. I, saw I don't remember. I, I remember them being beat by Minnesota, but I don't remember the circumstances. Ten seconds to go. Twenty four, twenty three. Saints. Vikings at their own thirty nine. It's third down. We need a Minneapolis miracle. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Oh, it got loose at the 30, 10, touchdown! Are you kidding me? What the f***? What the f***? What the f***? Touchdown on the final play of this game. Are you kidding me? It's a Minneapolis miracle! Step on Diggs! It's a 61-yard Minneapolis miracle. Let's go to Philadelphia, and we're bringing a purple rain. Yeah, it, it, it was that uh, pass where homeboy missed the tackle, and, and right. uh, yeah, he ran. Yeah, it was that was another great one too. 
Yeah, he he missed it. He stood there. It was something like that. I remember he stood there and he didn't. He missed the tackle because I don't know what he's. He thought something happened or whatever, and they just ran it in. And and totally took his eyes off. off you know what I'm saying? Off right. his target and missed. That's right. what it was. Okay. He was he was a rookie too. That was his first year. He was a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, man. So the Saints. Y'all ain't got to worry about us, Saints. <laughs> y'all, y'all, you know, y'all, y'all killing your own self. So, uh, miss me with all the 28 to 3 jokes from here on out. <laughs> Man. Yeah. We got pass interference jokes for days. Exactly. I don't want to hear anything from a Saints fan about that damn Super Bowl anymore. You know, they're choking three years in a row like that. Ah, it's over for them. They're about to get a, well, they have backup quarterback, uh, a quarterback, and they're they've already turned on Drew Brees. But uh, but like I said, we we were talking about the games, uh, the wild card games. But before we finish that up, uh, we beat uh, Tampa Bay and Jacksonville and Tampa Bay. The Falcons beat those two teams, and uh, end the season was it. Uh, Seven and nine. Seven and nine for, for the second year. Second year in a row. Wow, that's crazy. But hey. Hey, I thought we were going to finish at the bottom this season, though. You know, at least we didn't finish at the bottom. You could yeah, be no, a Panthers we, fan right now. You could be like Maurice right now. Yeah. Hey, we had, we had the bottom all season long, and then we end up in second place. Who'd have thought? Right. I wish we would have had the bottom. I don't, yeah, you want that graphic. Yeah. I don't I don't I'm, I still feel a certain way about that, but uh, we can talk about that later. But I'm you know, I'm not mad at what as far as our um, draft status right now. I just think we need to just get some key pieces together, but uh we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot to go through this this season. They've already started the rebuild process. So um it's going to be a very interesting offseason, fellas. But uh, I want to thank everybody for checking out the What's Up Falcons podcast. Don't forget to hit us up on Twitter at, at What's Up Falcons. And you can also check us out at armchairallamerican.com and on iTunes and at whatsupfalcons.com and all your places. All right, fellas. Well, let's, let's kind of do like a um, our good, bad, and ugly of this the 2019 season and uh, we're all just do our good and bad and ugly things that we can remember about this season so uh here we go good and bad and ugly 2019 season wrap up all right q what was your good of 2019 season? My good 2019 season, I think it would have to be uh, them turning around their defense. Actually, it was too little too late, but they did show signs of turning around that defense late in the season. And, uh, you know, that's, that's hope into going into next season. But right. that's probably my good if I can have come with up a good. All right. That's cool. What about you, Aries? Had any good? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with go with that. I mean, with him switching up switching up the offense. Oh, I'm sorry. The the, the, the defense. defense with the coach. 
it, it kind of it let us know that next year they should be a little, you know what I'm saying, be doing a whole lot better. So I'm so high hopes for next season. I tell you that right now. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I think we could have been, a, if they made that change sooner rather than later, we probably could have been a wild card team. Probably wouldn't win the division, but I think maybe a wild card team. Most definitely. Maybe. I agree with that wholeheartedly. All right. Well, my good, I'm just going to maybe narrow it down to a, you know, particular person. And I'm going to give my good to uh, Hooper, Austin Hooper, man, for being our, I'll give him our offensive MVP player because Austin Hooper really had a good uh, season for us, man. He kind of, he reminded me of what Tony Gonzalez was when we had Tony here. And uh, I mean, I know he had his uh, MCL injury, but you know, those first nine games, man, he, he was a pretty good, reliable person for Matt to throw to, so... I thought Hoop did a very good job. How he turned it around, and hopefully we can keep him going into 2020 because I know we got to pay him. I mean, I will. Having to pay him is not going to be an issue, right? Because I, I think, I think in the long run, I mean, he he's not going to command as mu- as much money as say, you know, a top tight end, you know, like Zach Ertz or right. Travis Kelsey. Something like that, but he's only, he's gonna get paid to where he'll be happy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, most definitely. Because at first, you know, hoop. I think his first two years here it was a little shaky, and we were about to run his ass out of town. But he definitely in the off season, we heard about how he was working out with Matt one on one, and 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 he, and it showed. So I gotta give uh, hoop my good. All right. Let's move to the bad. Aries, there's plenty of bad to talk about. Anything in particular? Let's see. Uh, who did I jump on all season long? Oh, yeah, the defense. More importantly, <laughs> Isaiah freaking Olive. <laughs> what a bad pick this guy was. Right. He was just, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, we had high, high hopes for him in 2018, man, but I don't know what happened to him. I mean, he, he he looked like he was getting it at the end of 2018, but uh, well, because he, because he wasn't he wasn't a, 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 a starter. He came in every here and every here and there, yeah. you know, play here and there. But this year, he was he was actually yeah a on that defense, and it showed his lack lack thereof, right? When it comes to experience, so. Right. It was, uh, it was, it was shit show. He was getting beat left and right on the outside, on the slot. Right, and he was he was stepping in for Alford, right? Yeah. Right. Yep. All right, Q. What, what was your bad then? My bad is um, is uh, going back to the Austin Hooper thing. I read in the AJC on Friday that uh, there's been no talks so far between his people and the Falcons, so he's unsure where he might end up. Next season, I'm kind of like, out of all people that deserve to come back, I mean, they brought back, uh, you know, some defensive players this season that shouldn't have come back. I won't even name his name, but you know who he is. Oh, yeah. But for Austin Hooper not to be in any talks at all whatsoever with the Falcons right now about coming back, I'm kind of like, eh, that right there to me is is, is my bad. I mean, that, that dude deserves to be back. I'm not worried yeah. about that. They're, they're going to bring him back. Well, you think they'd ease his mind and 
start negotiations sooner rather than later. I mean, they could. We just don't, you know, they just that they're keeping it under under wraps. You know, I mean, they they would be dumb not to renegotiate Hooper, a, a, a player that was pretty much a, and a, he made the Pro Bowl, right? If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe he did. Yeah, you got to bring a Pro Bowler back. You, there's plenty of people you can cut, and Thomas said that they're not in a cap hell, so Hooper will be back. I'm not worried about that. I think we are in cap hell. I heard we're like eight million bucks going into the going into the off season. Yeah, but Thomas already said that there's not a he's, they're not concerned about the cap. They're not in a cap hell issue. So I don't know what the, I mean. That's what he said. So we'll find out. <laughs> we'll see about that one. I don't know. Right. All right. Well, uh, my I think bad. The cap's gonna be a, because they get. They get an increase this year, so cap's not going to be an issue. Okay, how much? How how much do they increase the cap? I'm, I'm not sure. I'll never know how much increase, but I know it's, it's a couple hundred million or something, something like that. Okay. <laughs> but what I understood, I heard that also. But what I understood was that the Falcons are still rolling into the off season or going into the new season, eight million bucks over. Uh, so I'm guessing that's including that new salary cap. We'll see, but that's, right. that was my understanding of it. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I was like that too until like you know, a couple days before the new year, and uh, I think I even retweeted it on our account about what uh, Thomas said when he was asked about that. But uh, you know, we'll see. All right. Well, my bad, man. I'm going to get my bad. This season's bad to our offensive coordinator, Dirk Cotter. Uh, this this dude has to go, man. Ah, uh, man, he 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 is too predictable. He's too the stud that he runs too old. Um, he's too pass happy, and no wonder Freeman is not getting any any yards this year because uh, Cotter does like to run the ball. So, um, and offense, all the guys we have on there, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, Hoop, um, Calvin Ridley, you have all these offensive weapons at your disposal and our offense could barely, you know, have any slow scoring uh, games. Even the games, the last game we won and when we were uh, playing Tampa, man, we should have had a higher scoring game than what we did against them. Against the Bucks, man. So, um, yeah. I, I'm dumb, dumb the Cotter experience. And I know everyone's saying, well, this is his first year back. Maybe give him a second year. No, he, he's been here before. He was the head coach of another team. And we brought him back. He, no, it's not going to get any better with him. And if, but I mean, they're bringing him back the word on the street. So they're going to have to do something, but he gets my bad. What do y'all think about it? Dirk coming back. Well, I saw something during the uh, uh, Saints game. I don't know if you guys saw it, but they showed a graphic. The uh, percentage-wise, the top passing teams that you know they throw more passes than they do running the ball. Right. The top four didn't make the playoffs, and they even showed a, a, a you know a graphic of the Falcons up there. But the top four rushing teams that rushed the ball more than they passed it all made the playoffs. So 
Right. There you have it right there. Yeah. And back in the day, we've always been known as a rushing team. You know, think back to the Warwick Dunn days, the Michael Turner days. You know, we were we were a run first team. So we need to get back to what we do best. Yeah, I mean, for us, it's I mean, run first, first team, but. I mean, when you have people like that, that's when we didn't have players like Julio. You know what I mean? Oh. When, when, I mean, when you had, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all, right. Turner and all that. Right, right. I mean, no, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. We have weapons that we didn't have before, you know, like Ridley and, and Julio and Austin Hooper and stuff, but I think we need to get back to the Falcons basics. The Falcons were the best Falcons team ever when we were a run first team. Right. So maybe Julio doesn't get as many catches. Who cares? As long as we win games, isn't that what the is what we're here for? Right. Their best, their best team, the best Falcons I've seen was was that twenty sixteen. Yeah. It said twenty sixteen season was the best, and they were number one in the air, and they had the, they had the number one offense in the league. But Freeman was definitely, they, but, they, but they were switching was, it up. Yeah, he, he was a big piece of that, but he was also catch, catching it out the backfield. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, here's a quick, another quick stat about that. Devontae Freeman finished this season with his lowest yards per carry of his career, second only to his 2014 season. And you know what's the common denominator with that? They were both under Cotter. Cutter. Wow, Cutter. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that says what? He's just an old dude that's set in his ways. Yeah, but don't forget that Super Bowl. If we ran the ball, we would have won a Super Bowl. Tried to get past that. We did. We did. But, you know, we wouldn't have did that if we hadn't, uh, you know, they hadn't switched it up. That's just Kyle Shanahan choking on the big stage as he normally does, which he did against us. <laughs> We, uh, when we played them this year too so anyway alright moving on controversial ending controversial ending I still don't agree with the ending of that game <laughs> alright Q what was your ugly man of this year my ugly of this season that's a good question I guess uh, it have to be that what did we go six games in a row losing we lost yep. six in a row yep. was it six or seven six 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 yeah you would think after two or three they could have made some changes, but it took six games to to make some changes. And if you lose six in a row in the NFL, it's, it's hard to come back from that. So right. that's that's my ugly. All right, what about you, Aries? I'm I'm gonna have to say yeah that that that's good. It's just they the first half of the season is is the most disappointing to me. I've ever had I've ever seen them like it was just they had they had the talent they had the potential but it was just not there right that was just the crazy part to me I just couldn't understand what was going on like what was the problem it was just ugly to watch it just it hurt yeah no, I and during that skid, it wasn't just the defense; it was the offense too. Remember the offense yeah, yeah. had a couple of games where they put up ten points yeah, one game and thirteen points another game. I'm like, how is that possible with this much talent? No, I agree, man. And I'm going to piggyback with with that on you guys, man. Yeah, that my ugly is that as well. I'm, I'm going to put it on DQ's shoulder, man. And it, you know, by him trying to do double duty, I understand why he thought he could do it, but. Uh, you know, you, you couldn't do both things, Dan Quinn. You can't run 
the defense and be the head coach and try to straighten out your uh, first your first draft pick who was sucking and you, you know the heat was on. It's no way that you 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 had only been a head coach for a few years, and it's no way you can juggle all that and and think that that was going to turn this team around. And I'm not mad at him for thinking that and trying it. I'm mad at him, and it was an ugly look that it took him so long, and he cost us a season to realize that he couldn't do it. No, bring, bring it back. Big Beasley was uh, he was under contract, so I mean he had to. Well, not the fact that he. That he well, no, but he, but he, he said that he was going to take a hands-on approach with him, and and I mean he did. I mean, it, it, I mean whether you like it or not, didn't he lead the team in sacks? Yeah. Well, after they after Quinn, you know, after it, it yeah, at the second half of the season, but yeah. until they changed yeah, it, left. so I mean that had nothing to do with Quinn, though. That was from the new defensive coordinator and them letting him... Raheem Morris, right? Right, that was Raheem. So you saying Quinn didn't have a hands-on approach with with Vic? Well, I mean, it took him six games. and Vic only had, during that time, before he turned it around, out of six games, he only had, like, what? One sack? Yeah. That's a lot of games. If you you know you you take it whatever approach it was work that he was working with them, obviously wasn't working. But all of a sudden, when he you know when someone else takes over, you see production not only from Vic but from everybody else. So I'm not, I'm not you know I'm not mad at Quinn for trying to do that taking on that much, but I'm just you know he just at what cost did it. It take its toll on the team and the fan base and the whole organization, man. Man, you gotta remember though. After that six game skid, a lot of those guys were playing for jobs. Yep. So you play differently when you're playing for your job. Which I'm really not convinced uh, that it saved uh, Vic's job. I don't know, man. With the way things are looking right now. It looks like it's going to be a repeat. Bring back the same fools and expect a different, a different, um, you know, something different to happen. You know, what? That's, isn't that the definition of insanity? <laughs> you know, we're going we're gonna to do the same thing all over again and expect a better outcome. Yeah, Raheem Morris. I know he's going to bring something to the table. If he gets a whole year, that's great and all. But you got to make some serious changes. Oliver Beasley, some of these guys, man, they just they're, they're just not the answer. And it's okay, but you have to realize that they're not the answer, though. Go ahead, Aries. I see you're you're, you're saying something, but I just couldn't hear you. No, no, I wasn't saying that. I was, I was just, you know, what I'm saying, just trying, trying to breathe. That's all. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot you were sick. <laughs> I know in Skype when you when you're talking, this that circle starts glowing. So I guess it was picking up your breathing. But uh, no, I hear you, Q, and you know, and I and I think even if they do bring Vic back, it he's going to be in a different role, you know, and at at a, at a at a discount if he wants to stay here because you know, it. Are you guys convinced that he can come back and be consistent, even though he did get nine sacks this season? 
you think he can carry over? But didn't he already do this? Didn't he have a one good, you know, one good season with some sacks? Then had another off season. Then came back, you know, and he, you know, he only had the the nine sacks in the later half of the season. I mean, it wasn't like it was consistent all season long. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know how I really feel about that guy. But I've already, I've, I've always said I don't know how I feel about that guy. So, right. I mean, I, I don't th- know, man. I think it's like Chuck Smith said, or Chuck Smith talking about Beasley. I think now it's at a point where it's not about his ability. It's more of a business decision now if they bring him back. Because they got to pay him something. So it's up to him if he wants yep, to they gotta pay him. Right. So it's up to if he wants to stay here, you know, he's a small town guy and all that. I and mean, I'm sure he doesn't want to go anywhere else. But if he wants to go, if he wants to stay here, he's going to take a, a cut and a lesser role. But if he wants to get paid, he may need a new start somewhere else, which may not be a bad thing. Uh, uh, yeah, but I, do you really want to see him go somewhere else and then end up with, 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 with another 12, 15 sack season? I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would throw the dice on that. Yeah, <laughs> I would, I would take my chance. But then we, then we, we would know. Was it, was it us or was it him? So we would know. We'd have an answer. Yeah, after five seasons, man. I mean, we know he can do it, but he's 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 not consistent at all. I mean, he could, and that'll be good for him. Maybe that will be good for him. Go somewhere else and get a new start, and and, and get those sacks, you know. But I think his time here in his role is over. But that's just my opinion. I just, I just hate, hate to see him walk, or they get rid of him to train him somewhere else, and then he go there and ball out. Right. No, I hear, I hear that. I hear that definitely. I definitely hear that. But hey, we'll find out. You listening to the What's Up Fox podcast? All right, fellas. So um, let's do a little quick injury report, if we know of any. The injury report. No, the only injuries that I know of right now is ones we've already talked about. I think uh, Calvin Ridley's still out with a uh, abdominal injury, I believe. And uh, he's also expecting to. Oh, his his girlfriend or what? Yeah, yeah, his girlfriend's pregnant. <sighs> okay. Yeah, the picture he posted on Instagram, he don't look happy though. It's like that. Oh shit! <laughs> look on his face. <laughs> you know, I like Calvin a lot, man. But he doesn't seem like the smartest dude in the world. He's like, damn, I should have wore a hat. Fuck. <laughs> but hey, congratulations, Calvin. I, I guess. <laughs> But uh, who else is injured, man? I know someone else. We had some more injuries. You know, Trufant. I don't know. Well, Trufant injured himself. Uh, yeah. I know Tack got hurt at the end of the season. Um, right. So there's a lot of people out there that's not, you know, going through, going through this offseason. They're, they're, they're going to go through rehab. But then you also have. And you also have Neil, who's who's getting ready to come back from his, yeah, so, you know, some Achilles. So, well, we can, at least we can say this, fellas, that you know, 
the previous season we had all those injuries man you know that really you know put us behind the eight ball but this season we didn't have that that injury bug again thank goodness but you know we still ended up the same way we did you know <laughs> the year with all the injuries but at least it wasn't as bad this season I mean you can say the truth yeah I mean that what was that year before last they got hit hard with the, with the injury bug yeah it was the year right after it was 17 I believe yeah, yeah after the Super Bowl I believe Yep. So, uh, yep. So we just got hit with something worse. <laughs> coach with a crazy ego. But, um, nah, I'm not going to put that on Quinn like that. All right. All right. So uh, that was the injury report, I guess, unless y'all know something else. But uh, you're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. All right. Here's something I wanted to talk to you guys about since we haven't talked a whole lot. Um,. What are y'all thoughts about Arthur Blink's decision not to clean the house? I mean, I've heard the press conference as I was driving down to Florida. And, uh, you know, he said that the first part of the season was uh, not what they were expecting. But they were able to turn it around. And he really believed in what Quinn was doing and his ability to turn it around. And he sees the momentum and where they were. And he thinks we can carry it on. So... He's going to keep uh, Quinn and Thomas and Cutter, I guess. And But he did promote Rich McKay as the the guy that's under him. So they're going to pretty much answer to him. What are y'all, what are y'all thoughts on that when you heard it? What was your thoughts about that, Q? Um, my thoughts about that, let's see here. Hmm. I don't really know, man. Mm, I don't know if I really have a. You guys go. Let me come back. Let me think on that one for a second. Come back to me on that one. All right. What about you, Aries? You you agree with Arthur's uh, decision not to clean house? I don't know. Yes. I yes and no. Okay. I I, I was cool with it because I, I mean, I, like we said before on, on previous shows, I didn't want to have to start all over with a new head coach, new offensive line. New, I mean, I mean, new offensive coordinator, all that with Matt and Julio being at the best part of their careers right now. Right. So I was happy. I was happy that that, that we decided to keep them around. But what I want now is for them to step it up and get back to the team they can be or they should have been last year. Right. I agree. So that's the only thing. All right. But what about with Thomas, though? His, his thoughts to keep Thomas? Because most people thought well, they figured Quinn, but they weren't sure about Thomas. Everyone thought Thomas was going. I mean, if they were going to get rid of Quinn, they, were, they might as well get rid of Thomas, too, because, because Quinn was, was Thomas's choice. Right. That, that's who he wanted to bring in. So, but to keep Quinn because they work so well together. I mean, you might as well keep them both. That way, if you have another bad year, then you have a new GM. You don't know where's where the blame should be. Should be on the coach or, or, or the GM. Right. So now that they're, they're together, if the, if the team screws up again, then then it's gonna you know there's no choice. It's gonna be both of them, if not one or the other. So. But I mean, it's it's just this is pretty much the, their last year to prove 
they can put together a championship team. If not, then we're looking at, at starting all over. Right. No one wants to do that. Nobody wants to start all over. No. I mean, and I, 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 I think that was that was. Go ahead, do it, rough. No, no, you. No, I was gonna say that was part of my thing too. If you did hire a new head coach, who are gonna hire? It's like there's not a lot of options out there. I saw today the the uh, thing was the uh, the Giants hired the wide receiver coach from the Patriots. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. The, the Patriots didn't even have any receivers this year. Right. This guy was probably you know doing something else, you know. Filling in somewhere else, and now all of a sudden he's a head coach at, for the Giants. And uh, I saw that uh, somebody else hired the uh, the Baylor coach. So I'm kind of like the Panthers, yeah. So I'm kind of like, at least you know we're not in that position where we're bringing in you know somebody just absurd, you know. Well, it's interesting, but you know the Cowboys they got rid of uh, Jason Garrett and they brought in Mike McCarthy. I mean, that's a pretty. And that's the only thing I've seen so far that I was like, okay, that's decent. But everything else I've seen is just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you really think the coach from Baylor's going to come in and turn around? The, who was it? The Redskins? No, who was it? Rock? The Panthers? Not the Redskins. Redskins, Redskins run Rivera. The yeah. Panthers, yeah. Right. So no. you think the? Do you think the the uh, the the wide receiver coach from the Panthers, the Patriots, is going to turn around the Giants? I mean, it's it's rough out there. It's slim pickings. But Mike McCarthy was available. I mean, he's a proven coach. You know, he did it with AAA Ron Rogers, and um, I mean, you know, he, I put it, I put him on the same level as Dan Quinn, though. Right, he would I be put like him over another... Dan Quinn. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he's proven. He has a Super Bowl. Okay. Quinn doesn't have one, but I, but I, yeah. you know, but I, but I hear you though, man. I mean. Well, I, I tell you, someone mentioned on Twitter, which I thought was very interesting. Someone mentioned the, uh, I think the defensive coordinators for the Ravens as a good option for us. I don't know a lot about the guy, but from the picture I saw, I was like, damn, he looks intense. And I see how the Ravens are balling out of control. I'm like, I wouldn't be mad at it. Hey, I love how, I, I love how their offensive coordinator right now. Is that the guy I'm thinking about, or is it the defensive coordinator? I don't know because I didn't hear that story. But I'm just saying, with the way Lamar Jackson went from looking last year to looking this year, either he really stepped up his own personal game, or you know, someone coached him up well. But Lamar Jackson is looking like a beast, so he he stepped it up. He he got tired of all the. All the criticism he was getting from for being a running back to the throw, you know what I mean? So, right. yeah, I, I think he, I think this past offseason he put in the work and decided to be the best player he can be, which I love that. I love that about him. Yeah, he doesn't just your average quarterback. He wants to be the best. That's true. So, when, when he is the best, if he doesn't get the MVP, I would be highly upset. I mean, that guy, man, he's really done it this year. I've seen him a couple of times on I'm Monday Night Football, him. Sunday Night Football. He's he's amazing. Uh, I, I I'm I'm hoping they, they they win the Super Bowl, but like again again, no no MVP has won the Super Bowl. No 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 no. no, no, no. 
Kurt Warner, yeah, yeah. that's right. Nine or something, yeah. or something like that, yeah. So, I don't do with him. Yeah, I, that's, that's who that's who my fallback team is. I'm I'm definitely rolling with Lamar and and and, and the Ravens, man. And like you said, every I'm rolling with Lamar and the Ravens. Also, you know, Russell Wilson, though, you know, I'm still rolling with him. I don't think he has a that great of a chance. I mean, that, that offense sometimes struggles, but I'm still rolling with the, with the with the Seahawks too, though. I'm not because after their 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 game that they lost right before the uh, wild cards, man, and 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 they pretty much lost it the same way they lost the Super Bowl game. Bad clock management and not running, using beast move to run for one goddamn yard. Y'all, y'all saw that game, right? I forgot who they were playing. Were they who were they playing? They're San Francisco. I think it might be the last game of the season for them, San Francisco. You might be right, Rob. They did pretty much what they how they blew it in that last Super Bowl that they lost. Man, bad clock management. And not running the ball. Well, hey, they picked up beast mode and they uh, figured it out in the wild card round. They're still alive, so we'll see what happens. I'm, you know, I'm not counting them out yet. But I'm gonna tell you though, Lamar Jackson, man. When I played mad with my son, we both are arguing like, no, I'm taking Baltimore. No, I'm taking Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, you know, when you get to that point where you're playing somebody in Madden and you guys are arguing over taking the same team, you just have to know. Something or someone special is on that team, and look, Lamar Jackson has shown in his early career breaking that Mike Vick record. Yeah, for rushing in the season. Oh my goodness, this dude, man! If he can stay healthy and not take any big hits and stay healthy, this guy, man, he has a lot of great, great years ahead of him. He's a young dude, man. Now I wish him the best, man. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm truly in love with, with, um, with a few quarterbacks in the league. Lamar Jackson's one. Um, over in Kansas City, um, uh, Patrick Mahomes is another. Uh, obviously, you guys, you guys know I love Tom Brady, and we'll see what happens with Tom Brady's future. And that's another podcast in itself. Right. And but um, but yeah, those are my and Russell Wilson too. But those are just some of my favorite quarterbacks in the league right now. So we'll see what these guys do. All right, man, I hear you. So Q, you said that did you ever comment about Arthur uh, cleaning house? Not cleaning house. Yeah, I, I commented. I, I said basically, you know, some of these other teams in the league, I think of higher choices that are right. not that impressive. You know, like I said, the Giants taking the the Patriots wide receiver coach and uh, the Baylor coach getting promoted to that job uh, in Carolina. So, you know, I guess at the end of the day, I, I guess I'm still happy to have Dan Quinn. What about Thomas? Wait, wait hold on. You, you talking about you talking about the head coach for where Baylor actually took the job in Carolina? Yes. 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 That happened man. this afternoon, man. Oh, see, I, see, I haven't been... The, the, the same Baylor team that got their ass whooped by the Georgia Bulldogs? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Law. There's nobody out there. People are, 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 are reaching for straws. They're reaching for straws. Right. A first-year head coach, professional head coach coming to the NFC South. Ooh, we might have a new <laughs> Tampa's gonna suck Carolina's gonna suck So all we gotta do is figure out what the Saints are gonna do right. But the thing I worry about the Saints though I don't. Did you guys watch the Saints game? Yes. Did y'all watch the Saints game? I did Hell okay. yeah Okay. 
Can I go back to something Negro Dama said on the podcast this sure. year? Nobody listened to me. Taysom Hill? Did you see him? Did you see him? I Somebody mean- say something now. Okay, okay. Look, look, look. There's, there's a Saints fan who comes in, comes, comes into work every week, and he, he's saying the same thing you said. Because the guy threw three packs all game, he seems like. But no, 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 no. I did my research on him though. I watched the Saints preseason games when he had when he had time on the field in the preseason at quarterback. I know which row you're going down right now. He all game. He yes, he can run the ball. Yes. But you're looking at a guy who comes in and out of rotation. Do you think he'll be able to do that week after week after week after week and run the ball and take a hit after a hit after a hit? No, he's not. The, he's not. The, he's like, hey, 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 before you get too excited, remember when Andy Reid brought Michael Vick to Philly, that's what Michael Vick did. He did the same exact thing. And Michael Vick ended up having the best seasons of his career in Philly under Andy Reid. And I watched this guy in the preseason. And in the preseason, he is a great, he played only quarterback in the preseason, and he was a great quarterback. But he's also a guy that can play receiver, special teams, 440 speed. So much credit. You Am are. I though? Am I though? Really? Yes, you are. No, 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 no. no. I've been telling you, man. I've had the. <laughs> I have this guy on my radar. I've been watching not the Saints a, games. I've been watching him. I have him on my radar. But he's not a starter. He's not. He's a situational player. He'll come in, run the option, do a couple of passes, and then he'll. Go. Aries, how do you know that? Aries, how do you know that? Because you haven't seen him as a starter yet. We haven't seen him as a starter yet. You cannot throw that out there without seeing him as a starter, sir. Are you kidding me? Look, if he was that good, okay, if he was that good of a quarterback, why would they sign Teddy Bridgewater when they already had him? And and then he was a rookie. He was young. Hey, don't forget now, the Patriots had two quarterbacks on their roster under Tom Brady that have gone on to success. Ryan Tannehill. Wasn't Ryan Tannehill, wasn't he under Tom Brady at one point? No, 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 no. Didn't he have a good season? Tannehill was drafted to the Dolphin. He was I'm drafted to the Dolphin. And then he was, and then he was re- re- released. Released and went to the to the Patriots. In New England for a while, but he was drafted from the Dolphin. Oh, but now, where is he at now? Is he still in the playoffs now? Yes, he's still in the playoffs. Yes, that's what I'm trying to tell you. There's hidden gems that we don't know about. Tayum Hill, whatever his name is, this dude is a is a gem. This guy is a gem in the rough, and we won't know until we see. And they even said in the broadcast the other day, he will take over. At some point, he will take over. And I won't be surprised if somebody picks up Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater made $7 million last year as a backup quarterback, the highest paid backup quarterback ever. So Teddy Bridgewater is probably going to get a starting job somewhere. So you can, this guy, Taysom Hill, he's going to he's going to take over for Drew Brees at some point, and I think I he's going to be dangerous. Can I finish my thought? Yes, sir. Excuse me. Would you like to rephrase that statement? <clears throat> okay. He is a situational player. He'll come in, wow you and dazzle you, razzle and dazzle you. With, a, with, with his fancy running and you know what I'm saying knocking people over but in the, when you look at him in the long run he's not going to be a starter 
He's not. He's not. Because if he was the chosen one, the one to take over from Breeze, they wouldn't have, they, 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 first of all, they, they wouldn't have, have signed Bridgewater. They wouldn't have placed Bridgewater as their number two. When they signed Bridgewater, he was their number two instead of this Chase guy. They talked about so, that during the game. They talked about that during the game. It was an open competition, and Sean Payton thought it was in his best interest to keep the flow going of what he already had going. So he wanted Teddy Bridgewater to come in and almost imitate Drew Brees, but he wanted Taysom Hill to keep coming in and doing what he was doing. And, I mean, did you, you, are you going to lie and tell me that he didn't have an amazing game on Sunday? He had, he had an okay game, but, but that's what he does when, when he's in the game because he has fresh legs. And he did lose Q. Yeah, he lost, but I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I that's like what it is. He lost. Hold on. And, and there was some controversy on that loss, so, you know, you got to give me that. But at the same time, <laughs> that dude balled out. He ran for a touchdown and then went on kickoff and then and made the push out of bounds to push the, push the, uh, the kickoff return out of bounds. I mean, this dude, I've been saying it, and I'm going I'm to I'm stick by it. We can move on. We can say whatever. When Negro Dominus has his prediction <laughs> in two years from now, or whenever Drew Brees is gone and, and he's there and he beats the Falcons every year, I'm going to say, hey, I told you. So just keep this in your memory book, fellas. All right. This boy is going to be the truth. I, I, I have faith in this kid. He's, this he's, a good athlete. he's not a quarterback, bro. He's not a quarterback, bro. He's a good athlete. He's not a quarterback. He's not a Same thing they said about Mike Big. Same thing they said about Lamar oh, Jackson. Really? Come Mike on, Biggles now. Mike a quarterback. Stop. Stop. You can't put him in Mike so, Bickley. He was drafted as a quarterback also. No, 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 no. And he plays quarterback only in the preseason. In the preseason, he only plays quarterback. You can't. You can't put him and Mike Vick in the same situation. Mike Vick nah, was drafted no. as a quarterback. He played quarterback for the Falcons, got in trouble, left, went, got out, got out of prison, went to the Eagles, and played quarterback. He played a back and roll. Donovan McNabb, he played a backup Donovan role where he did the same thing. He did the same thing that Taysom Hill is doing right he, now. Situational. He didn't play situational. Oh. Bill is <laughs> only. We can, ad- we, can, we can agree and disagree. I want to see what the future holds. I hear you. I hear you. I want to make sure I understand. And I know Arius has a little bit of frustration because it's the Saints. <laughs> but take away the Saints. Take away the Saints. And realize this dude is a pure athlete beast. And during the game, they also said Sean Payton offered that same role, that same role to the uh, to that Florida quarterback. What's his name? Tim Tebow. He offered that same role to Tim Tebow. He said, "Come in, play this position, and you know down the road we'll see." And Tebow refused. Tebow didn't want to do it. Quarterback. Yeah, that's why he didn't want to be. He he didn't want to be a situational part time. NFL player. He wanted to be a quarterback. He wanted to take the ball behind Aries, Aries, you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere when you're coming in under Drew Brees. When you're coming in under Drew Brees, you gotta start somewhere. Tebow sucked anyway. Don't get me wrong, Tebow sucked anyway. But this kid here, I mean, watching him play and, and these shots that he's taking and he's popping up like, yeah, I'm the man. Let's see you do that next week and the week after that. And the week after that, he's not going to. He's been doing that all season long, this year and last year. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. He has not been doing that all season long. 
press password and he can play three or four games. Dude, I have the NFL ticket. I've been watching this dude all year long. I mentioned him on the podcast this year. All right, I mentioned him like, last year on the on. podcast. I said, hey, there's some rumblings with this kid in New Orleans. This kid is the truth. Well, just call me. He is the truth. He's a gimmick. <laughs> He's a gimmick. He's not a gimmick, man. He's the truth. And when we'll, we'll see it, we can agree to disagree right now. But when we see it, I will I will bring up this conversation again, Aries, so we can hash it out again. And you can tell me, Q, I'm sorry. Thank you, Q. When, when he breaks a 25-yarder and gets cracked by a... Oh, Aries, you cut, you, you cut out. He's already played like 24... He's already played like 24 games, and that hasn't happened. Uh, 24 games in three years. Okay. It could always happen, though, but I, I hear what both of you guys are saying, it, and the only thing that's going to really decide that is time. Rock, did you see the game, and did you see his performance, and what did you think about it? He single-handedly kept them in that game. He had he had two plays that resulted in touchdowns. He had that 50-yard play that the ball ended up at, like, the five. No, yeah, no, no, I agree, I agree. No, he was he was pretty amazing, man. And uh, had the 50-yard bomb. Right. Not everybody. Arm, arm trick on this kid. Yeah, whatever. Let's see him. <laughs> when you're done with the phone call, look up his stats for yeah. the year. See what he had in rushing. See what he had in receiving. All I'm saying is, I I, I don't. Um, you're high on Did him. Did you read so I read the defense when he came into the league? Man, you guys are cutting out. This dude is, is, is good. I said the same thing about Lamar Jackson last year when people said Lamar Jackson sucked. They said Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball. And sure enough, he couldn't throw the ball. This year he came back and he can sling it and he can run it. He was throwing the ball last year. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, he can no, throw the ball. They were just Lamar talking Jackson, about his size. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Look at his look at his completion rating last year after he took over for uh for whoever it was. I know it wasn't Flacco, Flacco but was it Flacco? Well look up look yeah, yeah, it was Flacco, you're right. But look look at his stats after he took over. His completion percentage was horrible. His stats were his running his rushing stats were up there. His completion percentage was horrible. I wouldn't looked at it probably about oh, four or five months rookie. ago. Okay, yeah, the rookie, the rookie. <laughs> Taysom Hill is only his, like second or third year in the yeah, league. I think it's his third year in the league. Year. Give me a rookie that bought out his first year. Go ahead, go. Ready, go. <laughs> Matt Ryan, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater. He was it. No, Teddy Bridgewater was balling out. He beat us his rookie year, and then he got knocked out. That doesn't say much. Beat us. <laughs> Everybody beats us the rookie year. Exactly. Exactly. He didn't. Yeah. So he didn't have a really wow rookie year. And is he? He's in Baltimore. I mean, uh, Baltimore anymore? Or you know, what I'm saying, playing like so. Yeah. Not very many. I mean, you can go back and look at Manning, Eli Manning. Uh, I would I would say Tom Brady, but Tom Brady sat on the bench when he was drafted. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers, nobody had this balling out rookie in his rookie year. So, what they're saying, they was just being judgmental on a black quarterback, and they were trying to find something to tear him down on to, to tear him down. So, no, I I agree with that. I said that. I said they, they they said he couldn't throw the ball, but his stats did show that he couldn't throw the ball. I mean, he didn't have a, a very high completion percentage after he took over the starting job last season. They were comparing his stats throughout the whole season when he would come in for 
for three plays and run the ball and then throw. They 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 used him as a running back in, instead of a quarterback who, yeah. who can run. They used him as a who who, who, who are we talking about? Lamar, Lamar. Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. They used him as somebody like a. It's Muhammad Sanu would would come in and then throw the ball. That's how they used him. It wasn't until Harbaugh said, "Hey, we got something here. Let's develop and work our offense around him." And this year shows why he chose that. Why they got rid of you know what I'm saying, Joe Flacco. I mean, to be a kid from Louisville, Kentucky, and win a Heisman says a lot. Yeah, it does. And I followed him in while he was in Louisville. And uh, even though he was doing amazing things there, they were they were not giving him. Uh, they weren't up on him as they were talking bad about him as far as making it in the, in the NFL. I remember that. Think about it. Since he's been in the league, nobody from Louisville has popped up yet. Right. They had nobody else. So obviously he was doing uh, something, right? Yeah. That's I look at it. Well, he just kept grinding, man, and he and he and he put on some. You can tell he he beefed up a little bit. He looks totally different than he did last season. And um, but Lamar is the truth, man. So I hope they win this. They take it all away, or at least make it to the Super Bowl. And uh, Lamar is the truth. I agree. <laughs> and I talked about Lamar. Right. And I'm also now talking about Taysom Hill. Right. So Negro Dumas, Negro Dumas is talking to you, fellas. Keep it in mind. It's, it's being recorded right now, so we this will come back up, and I can't wait to rub it down your throats. Oh, oh yeah, we'll see. It. We'll see. We'll see that. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. All right, we got it all recorded. So Negro Dumas, we'll see if you can uh, if 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 it'll happen. But uh, okay. listen- <laughs> Negro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean Payne, Chase Hill, that'll be a combination. Exactly. <laughs> hey, listen- okay. <laughs> Sean, Sean, Sean Payne and Taysom Hill, they're going to make a, quite a hell of a combination. Because if he can use them right now, the way he's using them part time, when he gets him at quarterback, that's a whole new system. That's a whole new system. Drew Brees and Taysom Hill are two different quarterbacks. He has a cannon, he can throw the ball. He has the legs. He can run the ball. He can take some hits. It's a whole new defense that the, that the NFC South has to get used to um, playing against the New Orleans Saints. It's going to change the game in the NFC South, man. That's all I'm saying. Think about it. It's all good. It's all good, man. We'll, we'll, we're just speculating, though. We'll see. We'll see. You listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. I'm not speculating, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, and our Saints fans can call in. Maurice, call in. Save me, brother. Maurice, call in. And um, all right. So, uh, somebody, it's interesting you guys brought up Sanu because I wanted to bring that up before we uh, start wrapping it up. Uh, so, I think it's pretty safe to say that uh, we bamboozled or bansanoozled the Pats, man, because uh, he didn't do too well for them. And. Uh, Hey, we got a he, he got he, he got clowned. He got clowned at halftime of the 
of the Patriots game by uh, Rex. Uh, what's his name? The former Jets uh, Jets head coach, Rex Grossman. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan clowned him. He said it's a new man been able to run in like six years. And the Patriots picked him up. Thought he was going to do something. So you know he was trying to pick up for uh, you know stick up for for Tom Brady, and he was saying bring Tom Brady back, but bring some weapons around him offensively for receivers. And they were saying, you know, you didn't, you didn't really do that. Yeah. You know, they were saying you brought in Sanu, but he was like, Sanu isn't, isn't anybody and hasn't been anybody, which I thought was kind of personal because uh, I thought Sanu was okay for well, the Falcons. But then I got to thinking about it. I was like, Sanu as a number one receiver though for another team. Nah, he's not, he's not Julio. He's not Ridley. He's, he's the third guy on the totem pole. So why the Patriots thought they could bring him in there and he would make a difference, I don't know. Maybe if the Patriots had Antonio Brown the whole season, didn't let him go, maybe things would end up differently for them right now. But right, but uh, well, yeah. I mean, well, that's that's a that's a them problem, and and in the mix of all that, they helped they helped us out with our draft picks. So that put us we got three yeah. we got three picks in the in the top fifty in in fifty five. Up to fifty five, we get three picks. Up to fifty five. I mean, that works. We need it. Hopefully, we go all defense. We'll see. But because that, that loss, uh, yeah, put us up more when our first three picks. Yeah, yeah, we we got we got two second rounders, and then our first round pick. So, so uh, thank you, uh, Belichick. <laughs> Anybody want to predict what we take in the first round? Well, before we get to that, um, I think the reason Sanu didn't work out with the Patriots is because of Sanu was highlighted because of Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan made Sanu look as good as he did. And uh, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. I don't think Tom Brady. Well, he also he also came in the middle of the season, or not even the middle of the season, the later half of the season. So you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind saying Sanu there one more year with a full season under his belt. You know, he won't be the number one, but if you can, if the Patriots could go out and get like a real number one, bring Brady back, and then have Edelman, and then um, there's talk, you know, Gronk might come back, or they might go out and get a real, you know, really good tight end. Hey, yeah, Snoo's old knows, though now. Who knows? getting old though. Yeah, but you know, Julio's not a young buck anymore either. He's been injured every year, so, you know. Yeah, but he's Julio. <laughs> well, where's that gotten us? <laughs> that's great. That's kept us in the game. You saw what happened when he wasn't in a game. So uh, we pretty much need Julio. We found that out this year, the hard way. But uh, so yeah, so anyway. We can move on to um, Around the League. So, uh, I know we, we talked about some of the other games earlier, but there, I would want to bring up about the Tampa Bay situation and to talk about Mr. Crablex himself. And uh, the first time he beat us, but then the second time, uh, he set a record, man. In history, he, uh, Jameis did a 30 for 30. 30 for 30. <laughs> did his own 30 for 30. Who does that? Who threw 30 picks and 30 touchdown passes in the same season? 
It's the it's the continuing situation of 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 of, of, of uh of this kid. I mean of of, cra- of Jameis Winston of crab legs. I mean you know he he throws thirty touchdown passes, which is great. He throws 30, 10, 30 interceptions, which is bad. But but who is this guy? I feel like we still don't know who this guy is. I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows either. But <laughs> and, and he was even all he was even all hard knocks one year. But we still don't know who this guy is. Say whatever he's. He, he's a trash ass quarterback. That's who he is. He's a trash ass quarterback. He's always been trash. He was trash in Florida, and when he came into the league, he was trash. So I mean, it's just it's just more out there now to show how much of a, of a, of a trash you know what I'm saying quarterback he really is. Yeah, I but mean, offensively this year, they averaged a lot of points. They put up a lot of yards in a few games. He did it without a whole bunch of receivers like we have. I mean, we, but does it cancel itself out? Beat through thirty interceptions. It kind of, kind of does. It kind of does, yeah. But I mean, we still just don't know who Jameis is. Jameis in the right situation with the right coach might could be a might could be a forty ten guy. I mean, we don't know. We don't know Jameis, which is weird to say at this point. But we don't know. When Jameis doesn't know Jameis, and I think he needs to figure the, take the offseason out to figure it out. So, after five years, you don't know who Jameis Winston is, but you are ready to give up after five years of Vic Beasley. Why is that? Hmm. It's a tougher position, man. It's a tougher position, and okay. I mean, it's, it's and it's Jameis. I mean, he he comes with all this. He's like the Dennis Rodman of quarterbacks. <laughs> sometimes he's great, and you're like, "Damn, he's great." And then sometimes he's bad, and you're like, "Man, he sucks." But the next week, he'll show you greatness again, and you're just like, "Okay, what the hell was last week, Jameis?" He truly is the Dennis Rodman of football. He is the Dennis Rodman of football. I don't know about Dennis Rodman, but <laughs> I would—he's more like Vic Beasley, if you think about it. You know, like the con- inconsistency, the consistent inconsistency. But the, but the jobs are two different jobs, and and James's job is way harder. It's way harder to read a defense and make passes and make runs than it is to just try to sack the quarterback. But you look at that, and isn't that some of the qualifications or the the criteria you have in drafting him is what he can do on the football field? After five years, he's throwing three. No, I agree. But at the same time, throwing 30 touchdown passes this season – and they put up some numbers this year. I mean, they put up 60 points in one game, 50-something points in another game, 50-something points in another game, 40 points in another game. I mean, they put up some high, high numbers considering Jameis Winston was the quarterback. Way too I mean, he probably has 80 attempts a game. Like, come on. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think he's forcing it, man. And he's just not, he's not understanding something, obviously. Because... No, no, no. Obviously, he's forcing it, but I'm saying, is that something that he can be taught, though? They've been working with him for five years, even in their... uh, But how many many quarterback coaches has had in those five years? I mean, is there somebody out there that could truly work with Jameis? I think so. I think, yes. I think Jameis has a starting job in this league. I think he just needs to be matched up with somebody that can 
speak to him and, and help him. I think he's immature, but he's only five years in and he's still young. I think some of his best years are still yet to come, but he needs a coach that can work with him. Well, I mean, I agree with that, but, you know, but he needs to do something, man, because it's not a good look <laughs> to set records like that. And don't forget, there's another quarterback that came out. Don't forget about Brett Favre. People forget Brett Favre was not a great quarterback his first two seasons. Right. Well, I mean, I'm having, well, like I said, that's a Tampa Bay problem, but um, I do agree that he does have an arm on him. And, you know, when he's on, he's on. But I don't see Jameis improving much more than what he is right now. That's just my personal opinion. I, I, I somewhat agree with that, but I but I also think in the right hand, somebody could, could mold him. I mean, he's halfway there. Obviously, 30, 30 touchdowns is, is respectable. So he's yeah. halfway there. There's 30 interceptions. That's <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. But I mean, but he's he's halfway there. So all right. Well, you think that y'all think the, the so what his first this season, his first pass this season was the interception. His last pass this season was the interception. Ironic, isn't it? <laughs> Very. Yeah, but if we dig hard enough, we might can find somebody else with those same stats, though. So, okay, go ahead. Ready? Next week, you find me somebody who did, who did the exact same thing this year. Not this season, but I'm saying just in history, I might just can find history? somebody. In history, I might can find somebody. No, he's, right. he's the one that set the history. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it is in history. I know, I know. So is this him, man? <laughs> I have faith in the kid, though, man. I, I I hope better things for him, though. You know, I do too. He had, to, he, he had a rough start. He had a rough start just coming into the league. You know, think about that. Yeah, but it's all. Do you think Arthur Blank? Arthur Blank would have taken Jameis. No. Uh, if, that's if, Jameis you know, taking away Matt Ryan. You know, you no, know that's saying a, that was a Jameis problem, man. He knew better than doing acting. Yeah, film, so. <laughs> yeah that's a Jameis did. problem, but, man. But did he though? Man, I watched the I watched the hard knocks with him, and too. the more I watched it, the more I felt bad for the guy. I'm kind of like, maybe he doesn't know better. I can't feel bad for him, man. When you know he kept getting chance after chance, and he just kept doing stupid stuff. I mean, I mean, even though he hasn't done it, he hasn't been talked about lately as far as doing something dumb. Don't tell me that he ain't been doing some dumb stuff that just hadn't come out yet. No, 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 no. Even even since he's been in the league, he had that that problem with the Uber driver. You know where he he groped the Uber driver, and, yeah. and you know he settled he settled on that one. So it's been a quiet story, but but he did grope an Uber driver. So I mean, you know, that, and that's been in the league. So it's just kind of like, man, you got blamed for rape, and then you grope an Uber driver when you're in the league. I'm like, ah, uh, come on, man. All right, but what about Dallas, man? What do y'all What do y'all feel about Dallas? You know, they they've just got rid of their coach, and they're having a, you know, a new sheriff in town, and you know, and uh, Dak Prescott isn't. They were hoping he was going to be so far. What do y'all think is going on with them? I love it. <laughs> I hate Dallas. I love it. Let them keep struggling. Better than what some of them expected he was going to be. Dak. Yeah, that's great. Say that again. He's more of what 
he's turned out to be a little bit better than what some people expected him to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at his stats. He's put up MVP numbers. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is his best year, but uh, I definitely think he's a step up from Romo. Oh, yeah. But it'll be my thing with that, with, uh, with my, my thing with that is, is, is it him or is it Zeke? No, because Zeke didn't, didn't have a good year. I know, but I'm saying is that hurting Dak? No. Because the running game leads to the passing game. If you got a good running game, that leads to the passing game. So is is, is that the problem? No, I don't think so. I think they just have other issues, and we'll find out with the new coach. So, all right. Well, uh, you're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. All right, fellas, before we wrap it up, let's do a little quick uh, predictions, man. A little draft predictions. Just um, who are you guys? Is there anybody you guys see or heard about you think we should pick up? And just pick one person. I got nothing. I know nothing about draft predictions. Yeah, I have. I, have I got. I got nothing. All right. I mean, I mean, I'm hearing. I'm, I'm hearing people holler about Chase Young from 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 Ohio, and then uh, there's another dude from Auburn. So, yeah, Derek Brown. Yeah, yeah, those were the big two, but I don't think I think they're going to be gone by the time we uh, we get our pick. But uh, I'm not, I'm with you, although I mean I've heard just those are the two big names. I mean, some people even talk about Tua because Tua said that he's going to go to the draft, and some people were saying maybe we should pick him and sit on him for a season or something. Just to oh, no, all those injuries, forget that dude. I don't know, man. He's predicted to go high in the in, in the draft. That hip injury, they're saying he's a he's a second rounder. I know that. I mean, I, I agree with Aries. Hip injuries, hip injuries, and the, like Bo Jackson. Nah, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm cool with not touching Tua. Good luck to him, but you know, even if he's available, I, like you know, if we, yeah, yeah, he's available. I think we can just wait a few years. Not early. So say he's available late in the in the, in the draft. So we, you don't think we should? You wouldn't take a chance on him and it sit him. Rather have the kid. I'd rather have the kid. Burroughs from LSU. But look at it like this: you know, if he's late in the draft, we can take a chance on. We can pick him and sit him. Somebody wants him, so maybe we can use him as a possible trade if it doesn't work out. You know. I think the uh, the Forty ers tried that with that kid from um, from South Carolina, that running back that got hurt, and then I think he got hurt again, and then he went into the draft, and he ended up being a bust. <laughs> You know, I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, yeah, I know yeah. yeah, I'm over. I'm over taking these kids that get hurt and then trying to bring them in and, and send them out or, or do whatever you need to do. I'm over it. Jalen Smith from from Notre Dame. The Cowboys picked him up. How did that work out? And he sat for the whole. He's their best defensive player. So you know, I mean, if it, it depends on the injury. To, to be honest, it depends on the injury, and is it an injury that they can come back from? But when you're looking at Tua, who's had leg injuries before, and now he damages his hip for a quarterback who uses their hips to throw the ball, that's a risky pick. 
No, I agree, man. Two, two, two ankle surgeries and a hip surgery. Three surgeries. But do you think somebody somebody's going to take a chance on him? Oh yeah, most definitely somebody's going to take a chance. I just hope it's not. I hope the Falcons don't waste a pick on him. That's all I'm saying. I hear you. But I, I hope the Carolina Panthers do. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because you know who knows if Cam's going to come back to this new system, man, and if even if he wants to come back, so yeah, who knows? That's going to be an interesting thing that happens in Carolina. So, well, at least we can say one thing, man. It's going to be a very interesting twenty twenty. That is for sure. But uh, all right, fellas, let's go ahead and start wrapping this up. I want to thank everybody for checking out the What's Up Falcons podcast. And uh, don't forget to hit us up on Twitter at, at What's Up Falcons. Don't forget to hit us up at Armchair All Americans. And hit us up on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play, I believe. It's Pandora as well. And, um, uh, and I think you can hit us up on our text line anytime at uh, 770-268-0555. And thank you, fellas, man, for uh, for um, coming in and doing this last postseason show. I know the holidays has been a little crazy. Thank y'all. Pleasure. It's always a pleasure. We appreciate that, Aries, man, sticking with us for another year, man. And... Um, Hopefully it'll be a better year next year, fellas. I swear, you know. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Chase some hill twenty twenty one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Breeze is Breeze is a free agent this year. Uh Bridgewater is also a free So we'll see who they bring back. We will indeed. Brady Brady too. Yep. Yep. Yep, it's going to, like I said, it's going to be interesting uh, all season, man. An interesting twenty twenty. So, uh, we'll we'll see, we'll see, man. But uh, all right, well, uh, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, oh, be sure to stay tuned because we're still be having shows. We're going to put out. We got to have a we have a a uh, rewind series show coming up after this show and uh, just make sure to come back and check those out they're going to be little short episodes with uh, everybody's uh, best moment of 2020 so uh, you don't want to miss that and uh, we'll be back with updates and draft shows and all this good stuff so uh, unless you fellas have something else you want to say we're going to call this a wrap I got one more thing for Aries Aries <laughs> the Falcons yeah. had to take a new quarterback this season, Matt Ryan's gone for whatever reason. Who cares? Make believe. Would you rather have Tom Brady or Taysom Hill? Tom Brady. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just don't know how to ask. Give you one last chance to save face. Just don't know how to ask. Tom Brady is an actual quarterback. <laughs> okay. Touche. <laughs> Gave him one last chance to save face. He did. Ladies he and did. gentlemen, it may not be 2020, but it might be 2021. <laughs> but I will tell you guys, when the when the reign of Taysom Hill starts, Taysom Hill starts, mm-hmm. I will uh, I will tell you guys, I told you so. And that was Negro Damas. <laughs> mm. 
Assalamualaikum. Negro, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. I'll talk to y'all later. All right, man. We'll talk to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Peace. Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.